Baseball season's almost here, and we have you covered from now until opening day. Hitting is not about muscle. It's simple physics. Calculate the velocity V in relation to the trajectory T, in which G, gravity, of course, remains a constant. We are the roar. We're back here live on The Roar, the press box with Brad and John. Prioritize your health in 2024. Uh, make sure you're getting the proper screenings you need. Maybe you're having digestive issues that you haven't had checked out. Now's a great time to go over to Gastroenterology Associates, and they can make the screening process seamless, comfortable, stress-free. Uh, gastroassociates.com is the website. Uh, it's high-quality health care. It's convenient access in a state-of-the-art facility, and it's right here in your backyard. They've got locations in Greenville, in Spartanburg, in Clemson. You can go check out their website today, gastroassociates.com, and schedule your visit, schedule your screening. It's not hard to do. It's very simple. You don't need a referral from a doctor. You can go now to gastroassociates.com and set that up. Uh, it's a really, really great tool for you to have here uh, within within. Just a short drive, wherever you may be. Gastroassociates.com. Check them out today. 654 Roar, you want to get in with us on anything college basketball related, Clemson basketball. Again, the Tigers back in action tomorrow night as a quick turnaround, 7 p.m., 6.30, airtime here on the Roar. Uh, we'll also have the uh, Brad Brownell show tonight at 8. Is that right, John? 7 o'clock. 7. Sorry, Tiger sorry. Hour with Brad Brownell tonight at 7 o'clock from 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, and then tomorrow at 6.30, they'll uh, get you the pregame show. Don Munson, Tim Bray, uh, live from the Dean E. Smith Center. 7 p.m. tip up there against the uh, North Carolina's third right now in the in the polls. Number one in the ACC, you look at the standings, North Carolina 10-1 and one on the season. Uh, Clemson 4-6. and six. Uh, they're definitely near the bottom. Uh, Boston College also four and six. Uh, the only only three teams below, only three teams have a worse record than the Clemson in the ACC right now. Georgia Tech at three and eight, Louisville at two and nine, and Notre Dame at two and nine as well. Virginia Tech and Pittsburgh both uh, and Syracuse all five and six. Clemson does go to Syracuse this weekend. Miami six and five. Florida State and Wake Forest both six and four. NC State and Duke are seven and four, with Virginia eight and three at second, behind the Tar Heels in the ACC men's basketball standings currently at this time. Some big games this week to sort of maybe change a lot of this. We'll see. Dave and Woodruff's up next. Hey, Dave, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I got two questions for you, gentlemen, and I'd like to ask them, and you answer them while I'm off the air so I can listen to you better. Uh, first one is uh, on the Senior Bowl on Saturday for college football players. A Furman tight end got in the game in the second half. They threw the ball somewhat down the middle to him. He caught it. Great catch. He took two steps and tried to hurdle a guy that wasn't propped down. Three guys hit him. He landed on one leg, and he was down. I hate to see that for a senior, but uh, he might have got a leg injury if you got an update on that. And also, Xavier Thomas last week 
He was for the, he was in the Shrine Bowl. He was killing it in practice. All kinds of videos of him disrupting plays in practice, and then his face didn't show up at all in the game. So I'm wondering if he got injured again. Could you please help me with this? Uh, Dave, on the second point about Tyler Davis, I know there were a handful of uh, particularly defensive tackles that went through the the practices all week and then for one reason or another chose not to participate in the game so much so that uh, Brandon Fisk from uh, Florida State had to switch teams for the first time in the history of 75 years of the Senior Bowl that a player has had to switch teams so that uh, they had to move some guys around in order to make that work. Yeah, there was an enormous amount of opt-outs from from the Senior Bowl. Wow, opt-outs are taking over the Senior Bowl, Brad. <laughs> yeah. What what is wrong with college football the today? World coming to, uh, not not really surprised. No. about that. We talked about it last week. The game, game is relevant. We've yeah. talked about that. It's all about the practices. What what I say earlier on the show, exhibition football is not meant to be played. It just isn't. It just should not be playing. Um, that uh, in terms of the Furman tight end, the only thing I know on that is that he he walked off the field. Uh, was it was Mason Line, I believe. I, I think he's so. If he if he walked off the field, I assume he's okay. That's that's about all I can tell you there. There, I, I never saw an update on. That's anything. one of those situations where no news is good news. Pline, I think is his name. Because I believe like if it was a very bad or devastating injury, a lot of people would have gravitated to that story. Yeah, good point there. Uh, so I think the I people think who okay. agree with you that um, exhibition football is meaningless and we shouldn't play it. I didn't say it was meaningless. <laughs> See, now you're putting words on it. I said it should not be played. The Pro Bowl taught us that. I didn't say it was meaningless. You said that. I thought you were going to say the Orange Bowl taught us that. Gah! No, if they keep a record, then like if you actually if your team gets a win or a loss, then it is not meaningless, John. Okay, just. Just want to make sure we're we're on the same page here. The SEC book of excuses is not being pulled out right now. Okay, just want to be clear on that. Ah, um, that was <laughs> meaningless. I never said that word. Uh, any anything, anything in the Senior Bowl to, to talk about? Then uh, I did not get to okay. watch a ton of it. No, I'll be honest. By the time I I turned it on, I was uh. I was still in fan mode. And I was very upset about the end of the Clemson Virginia game. I wasn't really paying too much attention to sports for that little bit of window after that. Okay, not as much. Fair enough. Um, what else did you watch on Saturday? Did you see the Tennessee Volunteers absolutely steamroll Kentucky? No. What you watch America's team in in January and February? No, because even as much as I eye roll at the rivalry, or no, I'm sorry, according to you, I scoff at the rivalry. I was watching Duke, North Carolina. You scoff a lot. Well, the game was on after that, John. <laughs> Tennessee, Kentucky game on after Duke, North Carolina. It was literally, it was literally the, the the next game on. You have to turn the channel. It, I was it good. just it went from one tip off. In fact, they had already that tipped point, off. That, there was a lot of basketball oh at that point gosh. of the day. I was done. I was good. It doesn't even know when they played. I was good. You I are was done. You are scoffing. At Tennessee basketball. Someone around here needs to. We have to balance it out. You're you're so in love with Rick Barnes and this team that I have to come in here and scoff at this program so we can have a fair... We can be balanced around here. I'm just pointing out that I I jumped on the bandwagon 
at the right we time. We get it. You you want to be right. I want to know that you got you called your shot and you were correct. We get it. I, you picked Kentucky to win the game, so I can't say anything. When I I picked Tennessee to win, you pick Kentucky, but I'm supposed to not even bring it up. Well, we're not allowed to talk about when Auburn loses to Alabama, so I'm just trying to figure out what are the parameters of this show. That's not true. You could you could talk about it all you want. You just won't participate in the conversation. <laughs> exactly. Uh, very, let me be very clear about that. Uh, the net rankings. Do you care about the net rankings, John? <laughs> At this point, <laughs> it's probably the last thing you care about right now. I want you to go ahead and, and write it down, make a note. That that's a rhetorical question before you know the answer to that. My opinion on the net rankings. I'm just. But go ahead for can. our listeners. Give us an update of the net rankings. Houston's number one. Purdue's number two after their win over Wisconsin yesterday. All right. Wisconsin's a big letdown, by the way. Uh, they always are. I mean, come on. People pick on teams like Tennessee. Wisconsin's the biggest letdown in the world. They always are. They never win big games. They never win big games, ever. Uh, UConn is third in the in the net. Do you think UConn's the best team in the country right now? 20-2. and two. Uh, Yes, I do. I agree with you. They in North Carolina, to me. Are they better than Purdue? Yes. Do we even well, count When it's all Purdue? said and done. When it's all said and done. Purdue right now, they deserve to be where they are. Somebody gave John Scofford the W on that argument. Thank you. They're clearly a South Carolina fan, though. <laughs> and you have become... No, I can't say it. You get too no, mad. you cannot. I can't say it. They may I take back my diploma. I can't call you what... Uh, I called you the other day. You got really upset about that. Uh, Arizona fourth, Alabama fifth, Tennessee. My reaction sixth. was justified and fair, for the record. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying I'm not going to call you that again. The line was clearly drawn, and I will not be habitual line stepper. All right, I will back off. All right. So speaking of the line, where I think you know North Carolina and UConn are right there at the top of the country. What's next in the net rankings here? Um, Auburn. Or Tennessee is sixth, uh, BYU seventh, Auburn's eighth, North Carolina's ninth, Kansas is tenth. Of that, of those ten teams in the net, because I don't trust the polls, I don't trust the net either. But I really don't trust the polls right now. They can't even rank South Carolina. Fair, best point you made all day. How many teams do you think can win a national title out of that group of ten? Ooh, I think Kansas could. I think North Carolina could. Who can win six straight games in March? Oh, boy. Huh. Let me think about that for a second. That's a really good question. Houston? No. Ooh. You back to I think they can get. I think, you can very, I think they can get very far. I feel like you're, you got some bias from last year. Uh, UConn, definitely. Yeah. Purdue? No. That's laughable. Yeah. Not a chance. Arizona? Arizona's been kind of out of sight, out of mind now that they're in conference play. Nobody really cares about them. Yeah, probably. You, oh, you, you would put Arizona in that group? I think Arizona can make like a Sweet 16 or something, but I don't know if they are can make a run all the way to win the title good. I don't, I don't think they can win six games in a row. Alabama? No. I disagree. I don't think they can win six. I disagree. I, Alabama has, Alabama is like, again they're like a high school football team that loads up on their non-region schedule and loses you know three or four and then just bakes everybody, just cooks everyone in their own 
conference and then runs to the postseason and just wins it all. I, I think Alabama's pretty good. I'm not picking them to win it all. I haven't, I haven't seen a bracket yet. We don't know. But I'm just I think I think they're capable. Tennessee? Come on, seriously? Rick Barnes in March? No, not I'm not backing it. Fair. I remember I I, I have the, I reserve the right to jump off the bandwagon March 1st. Now, do I think that they'll be good enough to be like a 2 seed? Yeah. Okay. I still think they're in position to to make a run at a 1. BYU haven't watched much BYU basketball fair. to be fair. Auburn. No. God, they, Auburn was like the same exact Auburn team. Like they got guys that exactly. are 27 that's why years that, old. That's why I'm not backing them to go to go win a title. They're the same Auburn team that they've been in years past. Which means they're really good in the regular season and they'll they'll go uh 7 for 28 from the three-point line somewhere along the road to the Final Four, and they'll get bounced. Here's a really early hot take that people probably forget about by the time it could actually be proven. I think the SEC is going to be overrated come tournament time. All right, you said that at 10-16 on February the 5th. I'm marking that down. Like, I think we're going to see a lot of SEC teams seated very well that aren't going to go all that far. Okay. Because look at the ones we just talked about at the top of this list here. Two of the three, we immediately are like, no, no, they're, they're the same team they've always been. Nope, they're not going to make a run in March. Nope, it's not going to happen. Two out of the three that are going to be seated the best. Yeah, I'm. I still think you're, you're being a little harsh on Bama because Nate Oates, despite what you no, think the, of him, is the, an excellent. The two coach. of the three were. I was talking about Tennessee and Auburn. But you said Bama can't win it either. I'm, talk, I'm, I'm just saying you said the SEC is going to go in overrated, and all three teams that are in the top I, 10. I said two of the three are going to not make a run or that. No, I'm giving credit to Alabama and Nate Oates here. Oh, because originally you said you, you didn't. You had them on the no list, can win a national title. You said, I personally don't think so, but I can respect the argument of those who think he can. Okay. But I just personally don't think they can. All right. Kentucky not in the top 10, by the way. Can they win a national title? Who, Kentucky? Yeah. Mm. I'm leaning no. Iowa State? I think the Big 12 is going to be overrated. Yeah. I, I I don't think so. I don't think Marquette can win six straight games, but I guess it wouldn't shock me. I feel like if the tournament falls very much in their favor. Wisconsin, please. No. <laughs> please. It's a Big Ten team, no. Illinois, same. No. Baylor? Again, I, it, we've seen them do it in the past. I know, but if the Big 12 is overrated, they get into some of these games. Uh, I don't know. Creighton? Probably not. No. Dayton? Probably the best non-major at 18-3. and three, We could see him a couple best. weekends in, but... Yeah. Duke? Yeah. You think Duke's going to win a national title? Oh, I'm sorry. They went to Final Four. No, not win a national title. I'm just asking for a national title. If there's anybody outside of that that top ten that you would entertain, San Diego State. I mean, they got there last year all the way to the if if the if it falls correctly. Uh, Michigan State, oh, please. Uh, Utah State, Florida uh, Atlantic, uh, Kentucky. Yeah, you're out on Kentucky. Yeah, and then you, and then you got some just really. At this point, then it's really the bracket has to fall your way. Cincinnati, Texas, Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Utah, Boise State, TCU, Clemson, South Carolina. 
By the way, those two teams ranked right beside each other. Clemson coming in at number 37 in the net rankings today. South Carolina at 38. Um, the Gamecocks with a 3-2 and two record in quad one wins. Clemson 3-4. and four. But then again, it only matters if the team you who you beat in quad one and where that team ranked <laughs> to whether or not it really counts as a quad one win. That's what we were told last week. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some quad one wins are not really quad one wins, apparently, if that's how it's looked at. Except for the ones that are. It is February, so will you now entertain bracketology a little more? Oh. What what date does the bracket come out officially? March what? Uh, March 18th, uh, or, or I guess it'd be the 17th. I think, it's, I think it's March 17th. No, too early. It's too early. You have to be a month out. Can At we, least, yeah. We have to wait till after uh, Valentine's Day to discuss the bracket? You know, the Monday after Valentine's Day, the 19th, I think is a great day where we can start going down that road. We're going to spend that whole show talking about clips of baseball. It's South Carolina baseball because that's opening weekend coming out of that. Six, five, four, or more to come after this. Calling all coffee lovers. The Dream Center is excited to announce that they have officially launched a coffee brand. They are currently offering three different flavors, Colombian, Donut Shop, and French Vanilla. The Dream Center receives $5 from each bag of coffee sold, and trust me, they're all delicious and a great way to start your morning. Purchase yours today. It'll make a difference. Buy online at dreamcenterpc.org or in person at their easily resale store on Calhoun Memorial Highway. Need to rent a mini excavator like a Bobcat E32, a skid steer, or a wood chipper? Maybe a smaller tool like a pressure washer, jackhammer, or compactor. McNeely Store and Rental has got you covered. Clemson alumni-owned, renting equipment and selling materials for more than 30 years. We also sell septic materials, ADS drainage products, concrete boxes, real stone veneers, and more. With two upstate South Carolina locations in Clemson and West Union. Call 654-9187-CLEMSON or 718-1449-WEST-UNION. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. I'm Glenn Reese with Krispy Kreme Donuts in Anderson and Spartanburg. We're open seven days a week. Pick up some delicious donuts and a cup of coffee. We'll help you raise money for your club, church, or group of worthy cause. Sell Krispy Kreme Donuts. Call Spartanburg and Anderson Krispy Kremes. I'm a donut nut, I'm a donut nut, I'm a nut for Krispy Kreme. Do you have sagging, softer, bouncy floors in your home? Well, this could be a sign of rotten wood caused by moisture in your crawl space. Damaged wood in your crawl space can affect your home's foundation, and that can affect your home's value, and nobody wants that. Say goodbye to sagging floors and hello to a stable foundation. Contact Canty today for your free inspection at 864-641-0176 or visit CantyCanFixIt.com. Sitting here again today with our good friend Gary Mahaffey of Insurance for Seniors and Disabled. Listener asked, Walt, I think that I read in my Medicare and you book that I have another shot at changing plans in the January to March period if I have a Medicare Advantage plan already. Ask Gary for me. Good catch, listener. You would qualify if you have a Medicare Advantage plan already in effect. Additionally, there are other special election periods that you may qualify for and you do not need to wait until next year to use them. 
I recommend that you call me today at 864-307-8484 and let's discuss your individual circumstance. There you go, listener. Give Gary a call today at 864-307-8484. And remember, Gary represents seven of the largest Medicare insurance companies and approximately 125 plans. In the unlikely event that you would want another company's plan, Gary will shepherd you through SHIP or Medicare to accomplish that goal. Royal Flush Toilet Rentals. If you want to potty like a rock star, you can with us. At Royal Flush Toilet Rentals, we offer construction porta potty rentals, septic tank pumping, and luxury toilet trailers. Call 864-238-8800. We have two-stall, three-stall, and four-stall trailers for your corporate events, wedding parties, and special occasions. Call 864-238-8800. Royal Flush Toilet Rentals. Powered by Upcountry Fiber, we are 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar. Providing fiber internet, HDTV, and phone service, Upcountry Fiber is a stronger connection. Man, you won't believe the phone call I just got. This guy told me that The Roar is the best sports talk station in the upstate. We are The Roar, where every day is game day. We're back here live on the roar of the press box with Brad and John. Thank you for joining us. You want to get in today? We'd love to hear from you. Six five four roar. In fact, let's go to the phone lines now. We'll go to Chuck in Taylor's. He is up first in this segment. Hey, Chuck, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks, Brad and John. Enjoy your show. Um, you know, I've watched those games, and uh, I, I I think world. I, I like Coach Brunell. I really do. So my comments right now is not directed at the coach because I'm not at practice like you guys aren't. So I don't know what really goes on behind the scenes. And I understand that being a player in my life. But my thing is this. You know, I watched Gerard, great player, great. And, I mean, he's just a great shot. and But he's undersized. And they're matching him on guys that, he can't fight through screens well, and, and he's getting pushed off the block by guys, and it's not his fault. It's just what the good Lord gave everybody. I've noticed that, and and I noticed Brad, he just wants to play man, and I know that's his forte, but I just thought maybe if they could have played a little bit more zone in that game. And, and I look at um, P.J., and I know, like you guys said the other day, that when you go to the NBA as a big man, you've got to be able to shoot threes, and that is the truth. That is the truth. And But I think, you know, I'd like to see some more on block things down in the block, and I know they try from time to time. Um, but I just want y'all to, you know, they're ones and twos. Clemson, the physicality, I think a lot of times, wears those guys down up front, you know, and they get pushed around a lot in uh, penetration and all. They're trying, and they're giving 110%. And Coach Burnell, I know everybody over that program is trying real hard. So 
I just want y'all to uh, comment on what y'all think about that comment about the ones and twos being out physical. And I think that's what's causing them a, ro- a lot of problems. Talk about the guard, Especially with, the guards? with Gerard. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. The okay. ones and twos. Yeah. And, and, um, but anyway, I mean, they, you know, you could easily won that game. You can easily lost that game, just like Duke, you know. And I don't complain about the referees because it is what it is on that end. Yeah, you're right about you that. You know, but, uh, my, my, that's just my comment. And, um, off that, and I'll listen to you guys and uh, enjoy your show. Thank you. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate you getting in. Thank you for the questions. You know, I I think a couple things are that Chuck said. One, I think it's um, fair to be somewhat critical of the man defense versus the zone. I, I feel like there's been several games this year that it's it's been fair to say if you just would have played a little more zone, may, maybe a possession or two, makes a difference in the game. And I, I agree with that critique. I don't I don't think it's unfair to say that. I, I know the philosophy is man, 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 and and I'm I'm cognizant of that. But through the course of the game, I, I think even the coaching staff has said once or twice this year, he probably should have maybe played zone a little bit more. Um you, you know, you just gotta wonder at what point do you start to see maybe zone a little bit more, especially when Gerard's on the court because he you got to have his shooting out there. You, and I know he's a liability in man defense. I know. I'm more than aware. I've watched every game this year, basically. I know. So, I don't... I You can't hide it. You can't mask it. But maybe a couple zone possessions later in a game, maybe they do make a difference. Again, it, it's very easy to be critical right now. I mean, this is the most critical time you could be of anything that's sure. been done this entire season. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Six I, five four roar. Yes, um, I I want to be fair in the criticism, but I, I I do think that's a fair critique. Now, in terms of of what Chuck, Chuck's asking about the guards, I, I noticed it against Memphis. I think that's when it came out the most early in the season, and then you saw it against Miami, and you've seen it a couple other games this year. This. This group, these guards, they can get, I think, muscled around a little bit, John. They they get pushed around. And I think I think both physically and mentally. I, I yes. I think that can Absolutely. be Absolutely. I mean, I to me, that is my personal opinion as to what happened at the end of that game. I, I'm under the opinion and agree to disagree or argue about it till noon. Like I said, six five four roar. I think what should have happened, maybe it was the call, was for Chase to drive to the lane. Drive to the basket. And for some reason or another, pulled up, thought about the three, and then, then moved out from it. I, I think he should have been more aggressive and went for it. Do I? We talked about it last week. Do I like where the game is that a play call can be just run and get in the paint and then hope a foul gets called? No, but also at the same time, I can understand his purpose and premise. I would rather have seen get in the paint, try to drive and do something and get up a shot where I think that's one of the better parts of Chase Hunter's game is driving into the paint and getting a layup up. I don't know that he could have gotten into the paint from the angle that he was Maybe not. Maybe not. Hold on. And and the way the play was designed, if you go off of what was said for the game, the way the play was designed, I, I don't know that he had... To me, he didn't have a lot of great options. But getting to the basket, I, maybe he just got rid of the ball... The problem is it's so hard, John, and I'm, I'm I'm being a little bit 
I want to defend it a little bit in terms of you are so rushed on this play that you don't have a lot of time. Again, it's why I would have preferred to time out and run a set play. Now, granted, you give the defense, I understand that argument, you give the defense a chance to, to get set as well, and you're against that pack line, and they know the ball wants to go to Gerard, they know the ball wants to go to Hall, and they're going to do everything they can to deny that. But at least I think you get the lineup you need on the court so that the trail man isn't a guy who shoots below 30% from the three-point line. Did he get an open look? Yes. I think a contested look by Gerard has a better chance of going in than an open oh, look I, from Clark. I, I will fully agree with that, and I, you know, people say that there's no way that John will ever criticize. No, I, I think that in no way should he have, should Jack Clark have been the person there to be the recipient of that pass when it all broke down. Should not have been the guy there. But these guards, I think they give in a little bit. I think physically it's tough, and I think they there's times in the game they're, they're just not playing strong enough. And you've seen that with some of the entry passes. You've seen that with some of the defense. I think I think there's a lot of cases this year. It's, it, it's been my biggest concern all season long, or at least since December, that I just feel like, man, these guards, some, some of these opponents are going to take advantage of being just a little bit stronger, a little more physical, force the guards into some positions they don't want to be on the court. I think I think it's fair what Chuck's saying. Delvin's up next. Hey, Delvin, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? We're well. What do you think about your commanders hiring Cliff Kingsbury and Caleb Williams jumping the gun, putting out a tweet with commanders stuff, all that? Hey, Caleb, the Bears still got no one pick. I hope <laughs> just let you know that, Caleb. Uh, for now. For now, Delvin, oh, not wait no. until uh, Josh Harris shocks the NFL world by putting together the trade package of all trade packages to trade up and draft Caleb Williams so he can come run, as I am now going to coin it, the air hog offense there in Washington. Can't wait for it. I don't think they man, nah, I want I want, I want to make that trade, man. That's too much, man. For, for, for a commander team that needs a lot of help everywhere, I want to give up my whole draft just for one quarterback oh i couldn't agree with you more and also if you're the bears eventually you got to start using these draft picks no I that's mean, the process as your owner created it you just accumulate <laughs> draft picks for years you don't ever have to do anything just keep kicking the can down the road uh, and I the guess. thing about it is everybody gonna say the, everybody gonna say the bears got their win actually they don't because they're gonna have to get because they're gonna have to trade um um justin fields if you trade justin fields you got to trade down, so they don't really got their advantage in situation. Well, if they if they trade down, they can keep Justin Fields for another year, and, and like John said, kick the can. I don't I don't want the Commanders to do this. I I, I think it would be a bad move. I, I don't even like the the hire of Cliff Kingsbury. John and I talked about it the other day. Where can you really point to Cliff Kingsbury being an excellent play caller or a a man who's really going to draw up schematically something incredibly difficult? Or somebody who developed quarterback. Yeah. Who developed quarterback. Yeah. He ain't, he's not developed quarterback. If you want to see somebody develop, I give example the Panthers' new head coach, Dave Canales. You ask to see him work and develop quarterback. Look what he did with Geno Smith. Look what he did with Baker Mayfield. Look what, what he did with um, Russell Wilson when he was there. You, if he was the offensive coordinator, I would understand that. Yeah, Caleb Williams had a had a worse year. With well, well to be fair, he was Kingsbury. offensive analyst Cliff Kingsbury this past year. No, he he was the quarterback coach. He was brought in to be the quarterback coach. That was the whole thing. I was dreaming what the title was. I don't care what the title says. He was brought in he to work coaching, with. Coaching. Yes, yes. If he had a headset on, he was coaching quarterbacks. He he was coaching quarterbacks. Thank you, Delvin, for the call. I appreciate you getting in today. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Take care. I I like it. You know what? I don't, I don't mind the Joe Witt hire 
junior, that is, uh, for defensive coordinator for Washington. It's a guy who's worked with with Quinn and in in several stops and very highly respected uh, defensive back, secondary, passing game kind of coach. I think I think it's it makes sense that he gets a chance to be a DC. Quinn's probably going to actually be the DC, but it's it's a it's a good advancement for Witt Junior, not Senior. You know, I'm just I'm proud of you. You come in here, the first true real show that Dan Quinn is your head coach. Backwards hat on, showing support. I've not love it. Backwards hat. Love it. <laughs> to be fair, do you know where Witt is just from? like where you wore the the Argyle, the baby blue on Friday. Do you know getting where, ready for for Duke, North Carolina? Do you know where Witt is from? Oh no. Mm, Tar Eagle, baby. Wait. Tar Eagle. You, you just said I was wearing baby blue, and now I'm supporting the hiring of uh, Joe Witt Jr., who is from Auburn. Ah, so someone who will be very much uh, advocating for Drake May with the number two overall pick? Ugh. Drake May running Cliff Kingsbury's offense. What can go wrong? Are there any good options for Washington? I mean, can can you give me one good option? What would you do? What seriously? What's the best way to handle the situation with the the current people in place to run things? What are you doing with that with that pick? Trade down to find a way where I can get three to four starting offensive linemen. You're going to stink for another year. You're going to just kick the can down the road. Yeah, for but another if you year. can get a few new starting offensive linemen, you may be able to just run the ball. And Sam Howell can do slant routes to Terry McLaurin. You may be able to get a wild card berth with that. But Dan Quinn's going to want a quarterback because he doesn't have much time. He can't wait another two years to get a quarterback. He can wait one. I'm just saying it doesn't matter who you draft; nobody can block. But at least if you're Dan Quinn, you can hitch your wagon to a new QB instead of kicking the can. I don't think I, there's no good option. By the way, nothing will make Washington relevant. The for overly the next three optimistic seasons. Washington fan here. Absolutely nothing whatsoever. Let's go to uh, Jamie in Beach Island. Uh, he joins us next. Hey, Jamie, how you doing this morning? Well, good morning. Um, I was called to talk a little Clemson basketball, but I tell you what, um, you know, we are. I'm I'm still trying to get over the Raheem Morse Morse hire in Atlanta. I, I just don't see it. You know. What made him a better coach now than he was three years ago? I, I don't, I don't, I mean, I feel like the Falcons are, are regressing back to what they had. Well, I think, so, I think anyway. I'll, I'll say this, Jamie. Could you make an argument he should have been the head coach three years ago? No. He was four and seven as an interim coach. Okay. I mean, it was a horrible uh, I situation. Know interim, I know, I know, but that was, that was also enough that, that, that we truly got a glimpse of him being a head coach. That was basically a full college college season but you know I, I probably could have supported it more three years ago than i can now i mean i, I just i just think there were better options out there but you know what i'm taking the attitude prove me wrong you're the head coach prove me wrong but anyway i just called to talk a little clemson basketball and i'm going to talk talk about the last play i mean i just think there were better options there even though now i will say that I probably couldn't hit a shot if I stood in the gym for two days with a wide open with a wide open net, okay? And I know it's a lot easier to talk about on the radio than than to actually do it. Yep. But at some point at some point, I mean the play was there and I hate to throw kids under the bus. But at some point at home you've got to make that shot. Yeah, I agree with you. Would you not agree? I mean yeah, I, I, do. I and I trust me, I know 
I know it's a lot easier said than done. I understand that. And so I'm, and I know you don't want to talk about bracketology, but I'm starting to worry about this team NCAA chances. Yeah, I, I I think you have to start bringing that up. I I know, you know um, I'm, I'm I'm monitoring it very closely, Jamie. To be honest with you, in, in terms well, I mean, of, like we take take for example Miami. We've got Miami at home, but there's no way I can just put Miami in the win column because of what they did to us last time. Yeah, now, I you agree. should. It's just like Georgia Tech in Atlanta. There's no way I could put Georgia Tech in the win column because if they can beat you in Clemson, they can certainly beat you in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, I think I, just, I, just, I think I think based on what this team has played for the last month, Jamie, I, I'm I'm not going to sit here and give you any any win right now. Like it's it's going to have to be earned until something changes, and you know this team is is able to do more than just the win one lose one win one lose one. That's then I don't I don't I don't think anything's off the table. I'm you in know, agreement. I'm, I'm within a rock. I'm in a rock and a hard place. I mean, because I think I think they're well coached in a lot of ways, but I'm just. I mean, I don't, I don't know what, I wouldn't know what to do. I'm thankful I don't have to make the decisions. Yeah, I hear you, Jim. We we got to run. We're up against the break. All right. Thank you for getting in. I appreciate the call today. Six five four or more to come right after this. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, the scenic views stick around after the sun sets, and your favorite cocktails keep you company long after overtime. Where else can you unwind with bourbon and late-night bites? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. This Valentine's Day, skip the rush on cards, chocolates, and flowers, and give your loved ones what they really want, an insanely clean home with the pros at Zero Res. Their patented process uses ZR Water, to clean your carpets and other services like no other. And with no residue, your carpets stay cleaner longer. Right now, mention to me, Mickey and the Roar, and you'll get three rooms of carpet cleaned for $109 plus a free hallway. Book online at ZeroResGreenville.com. Finding a dealership alternative just got easier. With three locations in Greenville, Cherrydale, and Anderson, First Class Halt is here to service your Honda, Acura, Lexus, and Toyota. With ASE certified technicians, state-of-the-art equipment, free shuttles, customer rewards program, and a limited lifetime warranty on parts and labor, we stand behind our work. So if you're looking for an independent service shop who treats you like a customer, not a number, look no further than firstclasshalt.com. And while you are there, take advantage of our new customer offer, First Class Halt, your dealership alternative. 2008 was an incredible year for me and my family. Not only was it the year that I became head coach at Clemson, but it was also the year that I found the only dealership I need for sales and service. Toyota of Easley is my kind of place. If you are considering the purchase of a new or used vehicle or need your current vehicle serviced or repaired, then I encourage you to go see the winning team at Toyota of Easley. Be sure and tell them Dabo sent you. Anderson County is a great place to live and work, play, and worship. Samantha Porter, the Anderson County environmental educator, reminds all residents to recycle used motor and cooking oil at Anderson County Convenience Centers. You can also bring your used oil and gas mixtures to the King David, Mance Jolly, and Whitefield sites. Tires may be recycled at the Materials Recovery Facility in Belton. If you have any questions, please call 260-1001 in regard to recycling and proper waste disposal. New year, new you. You've been thinking about it, I know, because I was there too. I thought about it for years, and then I did it, and within a few weeks, dropped some big pounds, and I never looked back. Any time to start is a good time, but now is a great time to start something good and new. With the holidays in the rearview mirror at the start of 2024, there's no better time than now, and only you can do it. 
reach out to our friends, Dr. Ashley Lucas and her team at PhD Weight Loss. It all starts in the kitchen and they'll get you dropping all your excess weight and keep it off for life. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. Want to get your hands on the next big thing? At Verizon, new and existing customers can trade in their old Samsung phone, any model, in any condition, and get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with select unlimited plans. A better plan to save is Verizon. $999.99 device payment or a full retail purchase with new or upgrade smartphone line on unlimited ultimate or select 5G unlimited plan required. Less $1,000 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Get back in the game with the press box. Well, our pitchers are pitching well, and uh, our hitters are hitting well, and uh, our fielders are fielding well, and uh, our fans are fanning well. Weekday mornings from 9 to noon on 105.5 and 97.5 The Roar, where every day is game day. We are back here live on The Roar, the press box with Brad and John. Thank you for joining us today. You know, Fort Hill Natural Gas. I've been operating here in the um, upstate where at um, northern Pickens or northern Anderson County, Pickens County, um, Seneca. You can always go to Coney County and get natural gas from Fort Hill as well. And not only do they you know, allow you to sign up for that and do that on, on their website. Um, but there's a lot of other things you can find out. They actually sell appliances. They offer other services. It's FHNGA.com. You can learn more um, on how to save energy costs. And, I mean, it's a great way to, foil is a great way to save an energy in general with natural gas. Uh, but you can also find a, a various safety tips on their site you can get um, info on on rates and rebates uh, for your your home or your business don't forget about that for your business aspect as well you can learn more about meter installs and available rebates for business owners you can do all that on their website fhnga.com go check them out today two uh, locations and easily in seneca offices will also help you with anything you need to know about Fort Hill Natural Gas. Go check them out today. 654 Roar, you want to get in with us here. Uh, a lot to still get to. I'll do some college football. we got the Super Bowl, of course, getting started. This is Super Bowl week now underway. Both teams in Las Vegas. Uh, John and I are not, just to be clear here. We are broadcasting from the Young Country Fiber Studios. In beautiful easily. It's a fine place to be today, but it's not Vegas, John. Okay. I'm just pointing that I'm out. I'm very happy to be here. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I'm happy to be here, too. I just think there's other places we could be doing the show from. There are other places we could be doing the show from. I can think of the other place we used to do the shows from. Bloom where you're planted. Be happy where your feet are. <laughs> Says the man who couldn't get us to Vegas for the draft or the Bloom Super Bowl. where you're planted. All right. Fair enough. Are you excited? One through ten. What's your level for Super Bowl 58? Chiefs, Niners, um, Sunday. That obviously would change throughout the course of the week. Right now, I'm about like a six and a half. Okay. Six I'm excited. There, there are storylines and there are matchups. There are things that I'm very intrigued by. Okay. I want to see one of the first things that jumps out to me. We talked about it a lot last week. Steve Spagnuolo being one of the better defensive coordinators 
in the National Football League, what he has gotten this Chiefs defense to be as of late, especially with some of the injuries that they've been dealing with. I have a feeling that he, in that big moment against Kyle Shanahan, who hasn't done great in the Super Bowl, Falcons fans, you know what I'm talking about? I think that is a matchup to watch. I know that there's a lot of celebrities and a lot of superstars in this game that are going to get a lot of the spotlight. That, to me, is one of the big key storylines. Spagnola versus Shanahan. That's a good on-the-field one. Can I give you something off the field? Ooh, please. Are there going to be concerns with gambling this week? They're in the gambling well, capital of America. concerns with gambling. They're in the gambling capital of America. They're, both teams are staying 15 minutes outside of the Las Vegas Strip. They're not going to stay. You're not staying at the Bellagio. <laughs> They're not staying at, at Well, Caesars. you have that in common with the Super Bowl participants. This isn't hangover. You're also not staying on the Strip. I'm also. Well, yeah, they're, I'm a little farther out from the Strip than they are, but neither I nor the teams are staying on the Strip in Las Vegas this week. Distance is relative. Do you know the policy what the is NFL that? has instituted on on gambling, especially for this week. They want to remind all the players this week. No, you were much more in tune to that than I am. The the players who are participating in the game, right? Right. The Chiefs and the 49ers cannot in any way, shape, or form be involved in any type of gambling. They can't sit at a blackjack table. They can't go into a sports book. They can't do it on their phone. They can't do anything. They're Wait, not allowed. Makes sense. Yep. And that's one of the reasons they're staying 15 minutes outside of the strip because you, you can't get – so why even put them in a situation, right? Why, why have them walking from casino to casino up and down the strip with gambling everywhere if they can't partake in any of it? So remove the temptation. It makes all the sense in the world. Now, it's still Las Vegas. There's, 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 there's slot machines there. in yeah. the airport. You know, I mean, there, there's, you can't – you can't get away from a good convenience store and get and see a slot machine. So they're not going to be like completely uh, unaware of anything. They just know not to do it. Sure, that's the that's the rule. Players who are in town and there's a lot of them, right? They're going down Radio Row. They're doing TV appearances. They're hosting Super Bowl parties all weekend or all week long in Las Vegas. Plenty of of players in Vegas that aren't playing in the game. Do you think a situation happens, whether it's gambling or whether it's you're talking about everyone hosting their own Super Bowl parties or any of these types of things? Do we see them host another Super Bowl in Vegas after this? So you're, you're saying, do, do we ruin, so do we ruin the, you know, there's like certain times where, you know, maybe your kids go out and do something. It's like, nope, you can't handle the responsibility of having, of doing this or having this. Yeah. Um, as no. society at large, as a collective, are we going to do something to where this is it? Only one time. I don't think so. And I, I think the league has stressed this so hard with the players because they don't want to mess this up. They've got an NFL team in Las Vegas, so players are used to having to go there anyway. The Chiefs go there once a year, every single year now. Like That's just part of the, the schedule. That's a very good point. So... The league wants this to be as normalized as possible, but they have stressed this very clearly to the players, both who are playing in the game and not. Because if you are not playing in the game, you can be in Vegas, you can be on the strip, you can be in a casino, you can gamble. You cannot set foot in a sports book. The only way around well, that is if, is if you're walking from one point A to point B and you have to walk through a sports book, they are going to monitor this 
heavily. I promise you. They're, the league is going to be all over this. Now, will they still bet on sports? Because you're not, you're not allowed to in Vegas if you're an NFL player. Will they still find a way? Sure, your buddy's got his cell phone on him. You know, Geo Comply is going to be turned on, so they're going to know if you do it, like they did with the, the, the idiots for the Lions who were <laughs> doing it in the team hotel and the facility and stuff. But but you're they're they're going to. But what if you tell them I have to get this in before I have to tell LSU what the pitching announcement's <laughs> going to be? Just let me get this in real quick. All right, I know something they don't. Just let me place the bet. Don't hang out with. Don't accept messages from Brad Bohannon on your messaging apps. That's Even if advice. he says roll tide, he's not allowed to say that anymore. No, no, no. He's got a, he's got a show calls for uh, fifteen years. He cannot be involved for 15 years. I, w- will there be some incidences? Maybe, but I don't think it'll be gambling. Well, yes, but I do think there may be one. I don't think there will be one between either of the two teams participating. Texas says they guarantee someone will gamble. I, I agree with you. I just don't know that you're, they're going to get caught. Like th- The thing is, we saw how the Lions guys got caught. We saw Isaiah Rogers. Did you see that story? The, the the cornerback for the Colts. I never saw the follow-up, just the initial reporting when it happened. So he, he actually spoke out. He actually did an interview with ESPN. He knew for months he was going to get suspended. He got a one-year ban. The Eagles picked him up The Colts, after the Colts cut him. He was... He was wagering between $25 and $50 a bet, allegedly, according to him, for friends back in Florida, friends and family who couldn't wager. It's legal in Indiana. It's illegal at that time. It was illegal in the state of Florida. And so he was betting $25 to $50 a wager. He was making $850,000 in 2022. Or I guess what he made in 2023 had he not been suspended. Can you rationalize that? He made no. That's why I'm not saying anything right now. I, I, I'm floored by that. Why? Why would you risk so much? Talk about the juice not being worth the squeeze. Mm-hmm. He lost his job and get, and forfeited eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars to make a couple twenty five and fifty dollar bets, allegedly for his friends or family. He wouldn't identify because of legal reasons. Who? He was betting for. The one that got him in hot water, the one that got him the suspension, was, he's going to spend it anyway, but one that really got him for a whole year, he wagered $1,000 on his own teammate, Jonathan Taylor, isn't that who it is? The running back? Yeah. To go over his rushing total, and he won it. It was a $1,000 prop bet on a player that's on his own team. Now he plays on defense and Taylor's on offense, so he couldn't like throw the you know the bat. But he he also claimed he did not in any way ever affect the outcome of a play or a game over a twenty five or fifty dollar bet. Allegedly, that's what he says. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> again, I, I'm just saying what he says. This is not what sure, I. You're just you're just reading. <laughs> just reporting. <laughs> just reporting. We're reporting the news here. But that's the press box after all. That's what he that's what he did to get Wow. Yeah. So yes, to to the to the point, yeah, there will be something. There will be something. Did he 
uh, know what he was doing was wrong? Yeah. Did he knew he would? He said he didn't think he'd get caught. Again, John, what what whoever that has been caught thought they were going to get caught. That's a great point. No one ever went, man. I no, expected I, to get- I know that you know there have been you know thousands of people who have been caught doing exactly what I'm doing, but not me. It won't happen to me. There's no way. Won't have, there's no way it'll happen to me. There's no way if I rob this bank. You hear the bank. odds about how it can't happen to certain people. I'm one of those. It's not gonna happen to me. There's no way if I rob this bank, I'm gonna get caught. There's no chance. I'll easily get away with this. Yeah, that's not how it works. One out of every ten, and I've seen nine people get robbed in a row. This is my time to shine. Let's go. But what what have I told you many many times about this? When you sign up online with an account, when you click on the agreeing to terms and conditions of that sports bank account, you are now fully under the law and regulation of that state, and they have access to your phone, your information, and where you actually place the bets on a GPS tracking system. But what if you were so upfront and um, honest with these boards that you make your username, your first and last name with your jersey number? Okay, Boutte. You don't get okay, Boutte. You don't get any grace for that. No, you don't get any for grace being for that. that transparent. Uh, he, he pulled off one of the dumbest things ever, and he actually faced legal. Pulled charges. off is a very loose term okay. here. <laughs> well, he got away with it. Well, until but they got away with it is also a very loose term here. Until Fanduel turned him in. That's the other thing. He got turned in by the people he was betting with. I, I, how? These stories have to stop. Like it's got to be at some point. These guys had to be wise enough to go. I can't. Okay, if I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna get my buddy to place the bet. You know, I'll figure out how to get him the money later. But if if I have to gamble to that degree, and I'm a player, just don't use your phone or your mama's account or her bank card. Or create one that has a username how, how with your about name this? on it. And I feel like this is just pretty simple in, in just any walk of life. If it takes this many hoops for you to jump through just to be able to do something, don't do it. And just don't. You don't have to gamble. You don't have to bet for San Francisco minus three and a half or whatever it is. You don't have to play, place a bet on it. I'm going to come out here and maybe give you a prediction this week. I'm not going to put any money anywhere on it. You don't have to do it. Here, here's why I don't buy. And again, I, I'm just. This is just my opinion. This is not what Isaiah Rogers said. Here's why I don't buy Isaiah Rogers' excuse. It'd have been a whole lot cheaper if he just paid for his buddy to fly up to Indianapolis once a week and place the bets, than it would have been to place a twenty-five or fifty-dollar bet for the guy and risk eight hundred fifty thousand dollars salary. It'd be cheaper to buy his buddy an apartment with the fifteen-minute spot out from the strip where these teams are staying and just have them go down to a casino every day and make these bets for him. He didn't do this for his friends. Come on. That's that's the weakest excuse I've heard yet. Or family or whoever it was. Again, it's a whole lot. You make $150,000 a year. Well, and... Buy a plane ticket to come and make their bets once a week. You're playing for... Been there. Wonderful, lovely city. You're playing for the Colts. You're not playing for the Jets or the Chargers. That eight hundred fifty thousand goes, or, or for the 49ers, I mean, like that money goes a little bit further there than it does. Yep, <laughs> some of those other places. So, gambling scandal or not this week? If, oh, oh, it'll happen. It'll be the biggest <laughs> nonsense reason possible. Honestly, if there is, we probably won't know about it until well after the game because these things get investigated and it takes time. Oh, it'll be like midweek after we're talking about the Masters. 
Something that's when like we'll that. figure it out. Yeah, it'll sometime in April. It'll it'll be down the road. If if there is something that's that a future press box problem, we'll deal with it then. No, yeah. <laughs> Brad Bohanna can't coach for fifteen years in college. I, I mean, really, that that's as close to a lifetime ban as you're going to get. By the way, honestly, it should have been more. It, it it should have been a lifetime ban, in my opinion. He didn't place the wager, but he gave the information to a guy to place the wager, a guy who wasn't very smart. And told the, the I, I don't book. care that for for being that ridiculous. I know what you don't know, <laughs> and getting oh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I'm sure he did, and he did. Six five four war. What changes are coming to college football playoff? We'll talk about that right after this. WCCP FM one hundred five point five, Clemson, Greenville, Anderson, WAHT AM fifteen sixty.